Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew 26, verses 36 through 46. This is where Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane. Following the Lord's Supper and his prediction of Judas's betrayal and Peter's denial, and before his arrest, verse 36, Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, that's James and John, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. So here we have the perfect Son of God, God himself, part of the Trinity. One of the core doctrines of the Christian faith is that Jesus Christ was fully God and fully human. And we're going to see his humanity on display in this episode. He became sorrowful and troubled. Who's been there before? Every one of us, right? And so was our Savior. Then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, less, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to his disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So Peter hasn't denied Jesus yet. We know that's going to happen according to Jesus' prediction from yesterday's text. But here he is failing in a different way. Jesus just needs him to stay awake and watch, probably to watch for whoever's going to come and arrest him. Peter can't do that. And it's almost like Jesus is saying to Peter, Peter, you're not in a good spot right now and you're not headed in a good direction. You need to pray that you don't enter into temptation. That reminds me of the Lord's Prayer where Jesus taught his disciples to pray in a way that says, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That would have been a prayer that would have been very appropriate for Peter that night. Jesus also acknowledges to Peter what we talked about yesterday. That is that Peter's spirit is indeed willing, but his flesh is weak. Peter stood up yesterday and said, Lord, I'll die with you if that's what it takes. I'll never deny you. Peter talks a good game. He's got a reputation for doing that, but he doesn't always walk his talk. And this would be another example of that. And friends, you and I need to acknowledge and confess that we are guilty of the same thing. We may have the best of intentions, but at the end of the day, we are weak. We are wholly dependent on God, on the power of his spirit. Those of us who are followers of Christ and indwelled with his spirit, we're dependent on the spirit to preserve us from one moment to the next, to not fall into temptation, to not utterly fail. Do you have that view of yourself? Or do you think that somehow you're strong and capable in your own flesh? If that's the case, it's not true. We need to stay humble before the Lord. Our flesh is weak, even when our spirit is willing. And we need to pray to the Lord to keep us from temptation so that we don't fail. Verse 42, again, for the second time, he went away and prayed. My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Of course, when he's asking God to remove this cup from him, he's talking about what's going to happen over the next 24 hours. Being betrayed, being arrested, being mocked, being scourged, being humiliated, being hung on a cross and killed. And that's just kind of the human and physical side of the equation. I think what's much, much more difficult for Jesus to anticipate going through is the spiritual separation that he's going to experience. He's been part of the Trinity with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit since forever before this point. And he's going to be excluded for a time. Not just excluded, but the wrath of God is going to be poured out on him for the sin that's going to be placed on him so that he can legitimately pay the penalty for sin by dying. We're talking about a level of anguish that 
that no human has ever experienced, not even close. Think of the worst possible circumstance that any human has ever suffered through in the history of the world, and this is thousands of times worse than that. We can't imagine it, and he knows it's coming. That's why we see Jesus Christ, who was fully God, sorrowful unto death. Verse 43, and again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. You notice that all three times that he prays, he says, Lord, take this away from me, but if it's not your will, then I'll go through with it. Your will be done. Not my will, but your will. Friends, I'm not trying to suggest that we should think of ourselves as Jesus Christ. There are certainly things that separate him from us drastically, but we need a few doses of what he has here. The ability and the willingness to surrender to God's will, even if it's excruciating for us to do so. Every one of us have opportunities every day, at least in small ways, and some people have opportunities in huge, huge ways to say, Lord, I wish I didn't have to go through this, but if this is what you want me to go through, then I'm going to submit to your will rather than think that somehow my plan for how today or how my life should go is better. What an example of humility and submission Jesus gives us. And he knows the rest of the story. He knows he's going to rise again. He has said it several times. Still, this is going to be a difficult day or two for Jesus Christ. He makes his preference known to God and then he says, but your will be done. Lord, would you help us to be those kind of people that submit to you humbly, trusting that your plan for our lives is better than our own. Amen. Now let me finish this out. Verse 45. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Come back tomorrow as we continue to climb toward the climax of Holy Week in Matthew 26. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.